Welcome back to the Run Home Well. The home summer of cricket is coming at us like a freight train and one of the men who'll be bringing you uh, the sounds of summer here on SCNZ joins us now in cricket commentator Garth Galloway. And Garth, uh, while we can get excited about what lies ahead, we've got to pay attention to what's happening uh, right in front of our face. Uh, Bangladesh versus Black Caps, two test series in Bangladesh that I said at the start of the show, that I really did, I totally expected to look straight past this, but I don't know whether I uh, whether I bought into the the hype or not. But it being the start of the the new uh, World Test Championship cycle, it's actually sparked a little bit more of fire in me than I thought it would. Yeah, I, yeah. Good afternoon, and good afternoon to all your listeners. Uh, look, I understand it. I think that's um, it's a nice way of sort of ending what's gone before and starting afresh, isn't it? And uh, you know, much tougher for New Zealand playing Bangladesh in Bangladesh than than in New Zealand, of course. Uh, you know, the Bangladesh side though are missing, uh, you know, three of their top players. So Shakib, their their wonderful captain, a left arm spinner and very good middle order batsman, uh, Lytton Das, the opening batsman, and Tuscan, uh, the quick bowler. So those three out, and that really means that New Zealand, with a pretty experienced side. Uh, are facing a very inexperienced uh, Bangladesh side. So you'd say that New Zealand, you know, they should, uh, this should be a fruitful series for them. Yeah, well, let's hope so. Um, and I want to talk about the batting lineup uh, in a moment, but uh, we had a text through from one of our listeners, Sean, asking, have our bowling stocks recovered after the World Cup? Uh, well, yeah, good question. I mean, I think when you look that Saudi will lead the attack with the, with the ball and, and, and captain the New Zealand side, uh, I mean, he really had very little to do in the World Cup. He only played in four games from memory. Uh, Wagner didn't play in it at all. Uh, and then you've got the potential of Patel and Sodi. So none of the, neither of those players playing either. Santner, of course, got, got quite a lot of cricket, played in all of the games and bowled a few overs. But, you know, I, I, I guess the harder part for me is that they've been away from home for a long time now. And, you know, when you play an opposition like Bangladesh, it's a tough country to tour. Uh, the conditions, you know, you would expect. They say that the pitch at uh, at Silat International Cricket Stadium will have a little bit of bounce and it will favour the batting side. But sometimes, I think touring teams, they start to look, after, particularly after they've been away for a long time, and they look towards that trip home. And um, and if they take the focus, and I'm sure this New Zealand side won't do that, but it's always a danger, I think. But, yeah, no, I think the bowling stock should be fine. Um, the question for me, I suppose, is, you know, of the three spinners, which two are they going to play? Yeah, so and where do you lean as far as those spinning option goes? I mean, AJ Patel obviously is a bowler. Um, everyone, everyone knows what he's capable of. Uh, the the ten for in, in India was uh, was then met with an extraordinarily frustrating period of not getting a whole lot of uh, game time. So there's no opportunity to really strike while the iron was hot on that one. Uh, where do you think he stands now within the bowling ranks? That's a that's a really good question. I, I know where I think he should stand, um, mm-hmm. but <laughs> but that's a different thing to where he does stand. Um, you know, I, I find it it's curious really looking at it because you you've suddenly got Santner two years out of Chess cricket being brought back into it, and, and that's a really curious decision for me. Uh, he's played 24 Tests. His Test average is 45. I think his best is three for. Uh, you know, so for me, he's had a very checkered uh, career in Test cricket. He's never been able to win a test for New Zealand by bowling a side out, as is required with spin bowlers. Uh, I look at a player like Sodi, who's played fewer tests, uh, averages 42 with the ball, 
never really settled in Test cricket, uh, not wanted at all in terms of well only for one game um, against the Netherlands and in, in the uh, in the World Cup, and you know suddenly over there uh, with the with the chance of playing Test cricket and Ajaz Patel, who you know I think has to be the pick of the spin bowlers. Uh, as you said, took those uh, 10 wickets against India a couple of seasons ago. And when you said he didn't play much cricket after that, the next year he bowled two overs in Test cricket. And I mean, it was quite incredible. And I thought he was treated disdainfully. Uh, you know, if New Zealand are going to compete internationally in Test cricket in the years to come, they have to produce very fine spin bowls. A lot of the cricket is played in the subcontinent now. Uh, and, you know, you look at, for example, the way McCallum uses uh, Jack Leach with England, uh, you know, plays just plays him automatically in every test. In New Zealand, we have a tendency not to do that. So I see when we come back to the spin bowling options, you know, who knows what's going to, to, to happen with Santner, but I see him as a defensive option, not an attacking one, uh, unless he's changed somehow, managed, is going to manage to change that. His economy rate in Test cricket is very good, something like 2.5 and over, but that doesn't matter. You've got to take wickets. And uh, for me, Patel's your best chance at that. And after that, I would have thought Sodi. Uh, but I think what they will do is leave Sodi out and play Santner, the two left-arm spinners. Do you think, that, I want to say in Satner's defence, those, all those stats that you pulled out are telling and worth absolutely worth considering. I think his value as a cricketer and his, uh, his placement within this New Zealand team, though his stocks have changed quite considerably within a couple of years as far as being somebody who is one of uh, Tim Southey's go-to, somebody he can lean on and trusts uh, with the ball. It is very different to Red Bull, not for a second uh, suggesting that T20 and 50 over is, is the same stocks, but... He's, I feel like he's built some equity and trust within that uh, within that coaching side to be somebody. Well, it's hard to imagine not picking him, given that we have that much faith in him. Look, look, I agree that he's built equity and rightly so. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I think he's, he's he's an absolute standout, a world class white ball cricketer. No question about that. And against the Bangladesh side, where you know some of the most experienced players are not there. Uh, who knows? He may come in and take wickets. Uh, it's it's possible. And particularly, I mean, the interesting thing is that he, he's never really been able to translate um, those beautiful skills, the phenomenal skills he has in the in the uh, in the one day game, where he's able to get the ball to drip and and and, and drop, dip dip and drop. You know, and, and you see him. You know, he always often seems to turn the ball a little bit too. He's not a prodigious turner of the ball. Um, no. he, he should be able to turn it a little bit in Bangladesh, and sometimes that's enough. So if if he can use those beautiful variations and so on, uh, then against an inexperienced Bangladesh side, he could pick up wickets. I, I just don't see it. You know, when you, when you then start to look at playing against uh, South Africa over here, and Australia, uh, you know, I, I don't see it as being an attacking option. I see it as a defensive one. I think you'll probably be fine in this series, but I don't see it as being, you know, a, a move that's, that, that tells us that New Zealand are really looking to develop their spinning ranks. Yes, uh, speaking with Garth Galloway, and what about the batting ranks? Uh, Russian Ravinder, again, we're talking about equity. Does he come to the side? Is it as, is it as simple as it's uh, Ravindra versus Henry Nichols? What, what, how do you see that working out? Uh, well, it's interesting. The, the, I mean, I think they could, there's prob- probably room for uh, both of them. Uh, Latham and Conway, Williamson, Nichols, Mitchell, and possibly Ravindra at six, Blundell at seven, and then the four bowlers. 
um, you know, that's a pretty strong batting lineup for New Zealand against, again, an attack that's pretty inexperienced. Uh, you know, Latham and Conway. Latham has done well in the subcontinent over over the years. Uh, Conway is an experienced cricketer now and, and performing very well for New Zealand. Everyone knows about Williamson, and I suppose for Nichols, um, it would be an opportunity for his for him to resurrect his Test career, which has been dangling a little bit. Uh, Mitchell, you know, don't need to talk about him and his quality. Everyone knows about it. Uh, if Mitchell's dropped, I riot. I will absolutely riot. Okay, <laughs> it's too, it's, 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 it, it cannot happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, Look, yep, I agree with you. Surely not. He's got to play. So, so that that's how I see it. Latham, Conway, Williamson, Nichols, Mitchell, and then Ravindra. And it will be interesting to see how Ravindra goes. And yes, uh, he, he, I think, deserves his place. But it's going to be, you know, again, Test cricket is a very different game, and his early his early sort of dalliance into Test cricket has been a little bit mixed. It's a really good opportunity, though, for these guys. I mean, if you look at the um, the, the Bangladeshi attack, you have uh, Khalid Ahmed, who's played 12 tests, uh, Shorafal Islam, a, a medium pacer, has played seven, uh, and then uh, Naeem Hassan and Offi, eight, eight matches. And then the, most, the two most experienced players are their two spinners, um, Islam and Mayadi, with 39 and 42 tests. So it is a pretty inexperienced Bangladesh attack. Against that, they have two very good uh, spin bowlers who have taken uh, something like uh, 328 test wickets between them. So that will be the challenge for New Zealand. Uh, But again, uh, they have some good players of spin, and Latham, Conway, Williamson and Mitchell, all very good players of spin. Uh, That game starts in about 40 minutes' time. We'll keep you updated uh, on the major happenings with it here on uh, the run home. Uh, And before we let you go, Garth, uh, the big news, obviously, of the last uh, 24 hours or so we've been getting excited about. How do you feel about this announcement that it's uh, not just a Boxing Day test against Australia, uh, but the future holds a four-test series against the Aussies? Oh, it's fantastic for New Zealand. I think, I I mean, it really is. And... And I think it, you know, it's a tribute to how they've been playing some of their test cricket. Um, obviously, Australia have respect for them to take them into that, into a, a four-test series. You know, they've played 60 tests between each other. New Zealand have only won eight, and they've only won a couple of series. They were in, in 1985 and 1986, uh, both captained by Jerry Coney. So, so it goes back a long way since we've had success against the Australian side. Last time we won a test against them, 2011 in Hobart, when... Uh, when Doug Bracewell took six wickets in quite a low-scoring test. And before that, it was 18 years before that in 1993. So, you know, things have been pretty thin between New Zealand and Australia. Australia have held the wood over New Zealand for a long, long time. And, you know, for, for a lot of these players and some of the new players possibly coming through, that, that, that could be a great opportunity. And I think, as we've talked about before, you always, for me, I always measure how good players are on the world stage by how well they do against a team like Australia and how well they do in Australia is a true test. So it's a, it's a wonderful opportunity and I think plenty of people like you and me might be following them around. Garth Galloway, SCNZ cricket commentator, uh, always appreciate your time and views. Great chat as always, mate, and uh, looking forward to the summer of cricket, like I say, coming at us like a steaming freight train. Uh, Pakistan versus the White Ferns is uh, first up. I think it's well, it's this weekend, I think. There's another game on Sunday, so yep. yeah, bring it on. Bring it on. Yeah, wonderful. <laughs> Enjoy today. 
Will do. Absolutely appreciate your time, Garth, as always. Uh, we had a text in through from Doug uh, asking if it's uh, glad TV3 has the coverage, but is it really free? Doesn't have Wi Fi, uh, so I'm having to buy data to watch it, watch the test. Unfortunately, the short answer, mate, is uh, Doug, you, you will need your Wi Fi. Uh, so, yep, by free, uh, we mean it's not behind a paywall specifically, but yes, you do need it's not like a subscription based service, but you do need to have uh, internet, which is a very fair point. Uh, it will not be on uh, TV3 as I understand it but we will keep you up to date Doug so you know where to be this afternoon take a break and we come up we'll be taking again who's coming in the running for teamless Tuesday plastic fantastic